Our Gotevach, this is Gemar Nadari Medav Samoch Zayin, another exciting day in the world of Dafyemi as we once again begin another incredible parak, a quite famous parak, if I must add, parak Naira Hameurasa, as we will begin momentarily. And again, today's shear, as it, all this year in for the month of Teves, has been generously sponsored by a close friend of the Daf, as Chos Ili Neshama. For Yelev Ben Rav Yaakov the learning of the entire Chabura should bring Rav Yelev Ben Rav Yaakov to a higher, higher place in Gan Eden closer to the Kisei Akavid, and ultimately be a Yesher for his entire family. As well as you can see on your screen, we're finishing up a fundraiser for my new shul. Anyone that would like to contribute, I personally thank everyone that already has contributed. It's a tremendous mitzvah. Building a shul in a community that doesn't really have one, as the Shulchan Aruch teaches, Binyan Beis Hakenesses is Adif Mikulam. So holding on the bottom of Samuch Vav Amid Beis, says the Mishnah, Naira Hameurasa, which is of course the name of the parak. Naira, who's a young girl, Hameurasa, that did Eresin. So each detail of this Mishnah is important to Naira as a girl between the age of 12 and 12 and a half, Hameurasa, is that she did Eresin, as we already know, we've learned extensively these two stages to marriage. You have Eresin and you have Nisuin. So we're discussing that only the Eresin has been done. And of course, after Eresin, the girl remains in her father's Roshos until Nisuin. So it's not quote-unquote engagement like we call it nowadays, but it's at some level such. What is the Allah of such a girl? Avia ubayla mefir nidara. Her father and her husband, her arus, can be mefer her nidarim, can annul her vows. And this line really is going to be the focus of the entire shear of today. The entire shear of today is going to focus on this detail, which is naira hamurasa avia ubaila mefirin nita reho. And we continue in the Mishnah. Excuse me. We continue in the Mishnah. One more second. We're having a minor, minor issue over here. Uh, okay, that's sort of what we wanted, but not for right now. Okay, we'll get there towards the end of this year. Apologies. That's just going to be, we're going to be using Dafa Chaim today to help us get the drushes that we'll get to in a moment. So again, Apologies. Her father and husband can be made for an adar. The mission continues that if the father was made for another vow, not the husband, or hafer abav lo hafer av, enay mufar does not work. And certainly so there's really one din, as we just pointed out, in the entirety of the Mishnah. And this, is, and this din is what? That a Naira Hamurasa, who is the one that could annul her vows? Both her father and her husband, her Aros, as we mentioned. And then the Mishnah continues with almost a partially repetitive din, that if one of them did Mayfair the Nadir, was annul the vow, either the father or the husband, it does not work. And certainly, if one of them was Mikhaim the vow as well, it does not work. So we begin the Gemara. The Gemara says, Hainu as we pointed out that the end of the Mishnah is quite a bit repetitive. It says the husband and father are Mayfair. So certainly, if one does, it does not work. 
answers the Gemara, as is often the case, whenever we have a Aviya Ubaila, we often have this question, is the Vav, the Vav Achibor, is it an or or is it an ant? Says the Gemara, what is it over here? What we see over here says the Gemara, the Hava Amina was that it was an or. Kamash Malan, the Mishnah, by the end of the Mishnah, to teach us that it is an ant. Kamash Malan, the Mishnah. And now we continue with the last line of the Mishnah, and certainly if one of them was Mekayim, then it does not work. Asks the Gemara, Lamli Lamisni, why do we have to say this final clause in the Mishnah? Now that you taught me that if one of them is me for without the other, what's the halacha? It does not work. Why do we need to know if one of them is mekayim? That's obvious. Different gear size. Answers. Okay, we're getting a little choppy over here. Let's hope that this... Uh, Choppiness, let's try to close this down. Here we go. Says the Gemara, so why do we need to uh, repeat this case? Answers the Gemara, Ki Yitzrichlei, you know what the necessity in the Mishnah of saying the final lie is? Ki Gain, Tahafar Echamehem, Vikayim Echad. If one was Mefer, one was Mikayim. So what's Mekayim? We know that if a woman makes a neder, or a child makes a neder, a woman, a child, doesn't have a power to make a neder. But if they do, the halacha is, if they do, then the halacha is, that the father or the husband have the chance in Mekayim to say it is a good neder. So now the question is, what if we have this unique split? We have a father and a husband, husband being an Aris. So what if one of them is Mekayim and one of them is Mefer? Now what happens? V'chazar ha-Mekayim. And the one that was fulfilled the vow, V'nishal al he asked, he undid his hakama, his uh, certification of the vow, or confirmation of the vow. So now what's the Allah? Again, Father and husband. Let's say husband said, Hey, fair, I want to get rid of this vow. Father said, Mikayim, I want to certify this vow. What happens next? Father wants to certify the vow. Father goes, Oh, you know what? I don't want to do that. He goes to Atam Chacham. He removes his Akama. So now one would have thought, What are we left with? We're left with two people saying they don't want this vow, both the husband and the father. So Mahu the Tema the Havamina is my Doiki Haakira. That that which he was making, he now is a mefer. So if he's now mefer, now you have two people being made for the nadir, both the father and the husband, so it should work. Kamash Malon, no. Timafirim Shneyem Bivas Achas. That it only works. If we are mefer, if both of them are mefer bevas achas, and if one of them is mefer, like in this case, and then the next one comes along after being shayel on doing his hakama, that does not work. So now it is a little bit interesting, as many people are probably wondering, how we just spoke about the second half of the Mishnah, and now we're going to go back to din number one in the Mishnah, speaking about the first in the Mishnah. It is a little bit interesting, but that is what the Gemara does. So now we go back. And for the duration of today's year, and this is going to take us all the way into tomorrow as well, 
says the Gemara, V'nayra hamurasa avia ubayla mefir nidara. Let's go into the root din. This din, a girl who's 12 years old. A girl who did Eris. And now let's just point out one more detail. A girl who's 12 years old is not a katana, but she's not a gedoyla, a bagaris. A bagaris is when she hits the age of 12 and a half. 12 and a half, she's in her own rishos. At 12, she's a naira. She's a quasi. She's floating in between. She's not a katana, but she's not a bagaris of 12 and a half. So she's quasi. She's somewhat in her father's rishos. Similarly, an arus is what? somewhat in her husband's rishos, somewhat in her father's rishos. So we have this girl who's sort of floating between two worlds. What did the Mishnah teach us? The Mishnah taught us, Ovia, Ubaila, both of them together are Mefer the Neder. So I asked the Gemara, we're about 10 lines at the bottom of Samach Zainam and Halif, Minalan, where do we know this thing from? Amar Rabba says, Rabba, Amar Krada Tayyar teaches us, Vim, a very important vav. Vim, adding on haisal ish. And if there was a neder vinadra leha, and her vows are upon her. Mikan, from here we learn out. Now the question is, how in the world for this passing do we learn this out? So for a moment, we scroll all the way down to the ran. The ran over here, six lines at the end of the Ahmed, explains. Let's read a few lines of this ran. Again, if anyone gets a little bit confused, just the way we're going to do this is we're going to read the Gemara. The Gemara is going to have a few stages. And then afterwards, utilizing the wonderful notes of zafachayim.org, we're going to play it out with all the psukim. Says the ran. Again, we're in the fourth wide line of the ran. The last ran on this summit. Nearly. Dachikamar. There's another pasuk, and that's really the critical ingredient we have to remember. There's only going to be three psukim in total. So there's a pasuk about Nisua, a girl who's fully married. Tahainu, and base Isha Nadara. That's the pasuk about a Nisua. Kedavar Shlekaman, as we're going to say. Al Karchin, by force, what do we have to say? Hai Ba'arusa Mesukma. That this pasuk that the Gemara just quoted, this pasuk of must be talking about an Arus. Why? The trade craving is Lamali. Why would we need two times the Torah to teach me that if you have an Isua, that she could have her Nidaran being Mafer? But came into Arusa Mesukim and since we're about an Arus, Al Karchan, again by force, we have to say, Islamimar Divav, that first Vav of Vim Isalish is Maisiv Al Indian Rishain. It's coming to add on to the original topic, Dil El Mine of the Pasik Siv Hashem Yitzlachla. The previous Pasik is Hashem Yitzlachla, Hashem will forgive. Ki Hainya Avia Isa. And then the Basik says, in Biyayim Shamay Isha Yoni Aisa, Loimar, so what does this Basik teach us? Sha'aviya Ubaila puts the two together, Armifirin Nidarel. Vasishabir Barusa, it makes a lot of sense that it's Omer Arusa. The Kivan de Barusa, since it's an Arus as we explained, an Arus is not fully out of the father's Rishos. So it makes a lot of sense that the Arus, the husband, cannot be made for by himself. And it makes a lot of sense it's in conjunction with the father. So says the Ran, since the first passing number one is talking about Nisua, this passing is coming to add on to the Nisua, that not only could the husband annul the vow, but as father as well. Going back to the Gemara... 
asks the Yomara, one second. Maybe it is talking about Nisuah. So what's the obvious question? The Ran already keyed us in what's bothering us. Four lines at the bottom says the Gemara, Imisham Nesuah, What do you mean? We know <coughs> that there's a different Basik that already spoke about Nesuah, which is, Ben that if one's wife, if she made a nether in her husband's house, that her husband could get rid of the nether. So do you have a busing by Nesua? So why would we need a second busing teaching me that a Nesua, the father, the husband, could get rid of her nedarim? Answers the Gemara. Ema Nesua? No. Maybe they really are both by Nesua. If they're both by Nesua, we're up the creek. Again, we're looking for a source that a naira hamu rasa, both the father and husband together in other vale. Says the Gemara, no. Maybe it's talking about Nesua. If it's a Nesua, already have a Pasuk. Maybe they're both by Nesua. Why would we need two by Nesua? For what reason? Says the Gemara, you know why? We need two Pesukim. One Pasuk to teach me that the husband can, yes, get rid of her wife's, his wife's vows of his real wife Nesua and that they're fully married. And the second Pasuk would add on that he could only get rid of her current vows, but not her earlier vows. She'ena ba'al mefer that he cannot get rid of vows that she made before they were married. So now we flip over to Samach Zayin Amir Beis, in which the Gemara asks, one second, you just suggested that we need two psukim talking about a... two psukim, excuse me, talking about a Nesua. One, to teach me that the husband can yes annul her vows. And two, to teach me that he only could annul, could be made for a vow that she made under his jurisdiction. But not a nether that she made before they were married. Says the Gemara, one second. Once you have this second Pasik, once you have the Pasik that teaches me that the husband cannot be made for a vow that made before they were married. So what's the obvious implication? If he can't be made for earlier in Adarim, what can he yes do? He of course can yes be made for current Adarim. So why will we need to suck him? So now we have source number one from Naira Murasa is Avia Avil Baila Mefir Nidarel is what? The first Pasik that we quoted him Haya Sia Leish Unadara Alel. That this is Pasik number two in the Torah adds on to Pasik number one. Pasik number one teaches us in Nisua. Pasik number two teaches us this Arusa. Vim adds on to the first Pasik his husband. Here it's also the father. Why? Because clearly this Pasik does not talk about Nisua because we already have the first Pasik. And to have two Psukim about Nisua we clearly do not need. Because if it would be teaching me the Chiddush that a Nisua could only be made for current Nidarim and not preconceived, not earlier Nadarim, we would not need that because I know implicitly we would know if you could not undo earlier Nadarim, you could yes undo current Nidarim. Ibayis Eima says the Gemara second source. Again, we have one verified source that Nairam Ras Avio says the Gemara Ibayis Eima, I'll give you a second source that what? That that second Pasik refers to an Aris. Because the Pasik used the word of Havaya 
as let's just go back from a moment. What was the basic? Vim ha you see that word of Havaya is a word that connotes Irusin. That's how we know the basic is talking about Irusin. Asks the Gemara, okay. So now you have two reasons to assume that this second Pasik is talking about Irisin. But I asked the Gemara, Ema av mefer. How do you know? Vim is going back to modify the first Pasik to teach me that this Nairamuras can be undone both by the father and the husband in conjunction together. Wait, maybe it's only the father. Answers the Gemara, three lines down, in Cain, if that was true, that it's only the father of Asra, Isra, Bisa, Avia, Yani, Isa, Lama, Li. Why would we need the next Basik? The next Basik that clearly says, the father can give her the vow. Hashi, Yishlaimer, Makam Aras, me for Avlachudei, Shalaiba Makam Aras, me bite. That Basik of Asra, Isra is the source. That every father can know the vows of his kitana, of his daughter who's a minor. Says the Gemara, one second. If you would now be learning a source that a father could get rid of the vow of even his naira hamurasa, even this girl that had irisid, certainly if there was no irisid, he could get rid of the vow. So why would we need a special basic of Asr Easter? Must be that since we have a basic Asr Easter, our Pasik doesn't mean father by itself. It means father in connection, conjunction with the husband. Ask the Gemara one step further. One second. Let's split a hair. Maybe when the father gets rid of the vow, he needs the Aris with him to help the husband. But maybe the Aris by itself could yes be Mefer. And if you're going to ask me, why would we need a Pasik by the father that he can annul his daughter's vows when she's a Ketana? You know what we need it for? For his follows. You know what we need it for? We needed to teach us that if he was making the nether, that's the chiddush. You just asked me, why would we need another pasik? If he could undo the nether of his daughter who's an arusa, certainly he could undo the nether of his daughter who is a, not an arusa, says the Gemara, no. Maybe there is an extra chiddush if he was making the nether. Answers the Gemara, Imkain base Isha Nadra Lamai. Kasav, why would the Pasik have to say the Pasik of Imbase Isha Nadra? Kalvachaimer. Umab, Makamav, Aris, Mavir, Lechudei. If there is a father still, the Aris can undo it himself. Shleima, Kamav, me, Bai. Says him, wait. Ema, Imbase Isha Nadra, Loima, Shaina, Baal, Mavir, Bekaimen. Umine, Aris, Mavir, Bekaimen. So says the Gemara, you know why? It must be because of the partnership of the father. That's the reason why. And therefore, says the Gemara, Rabbah's source does not work. So now, in order to, to get this clear, in order to get this clear, let's pull up the wonderful notes of, in second, here we go. The wonderful notes of Dafachaim. Here we go. Absolutely stunning notes of Dafachaim. And 
through these notes, what we're going to do is, we're going to Chazir, um, the Amr that we just learned, and as well, hopefully, gain an added level of clarity to what we just learned. So let's, let's go back over here. Again, these notes are public on davachayim.org. Absolutely fascinating notes. Let's just learn them together, which will be a quick chazara for two minutes as we finish the shir and give us an added clarity before we call it a day. Here we go. First, we quote the Mishnah. Does not work. And ain't zarach one of them is mekayim. Says the Gemara, what's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, Kigoyin, the Hafer Echem, Evekayim Echem. And that was the Chiddush. And then he goes back and he's Shail. That's the Chiddush of the Mishnah. Okay, that was part number one of today's year. Part number two is, what is the source of Nair Marasa Avio, Va'avros, Mekimin, Umefirim, Bishotfis? That they both could do it. So Rabbi says, Ve'emayasiyah le'ish in Adar That's the Basic that we're discussing. So over here, uh, beautifully, we have painted out for us, which is what the Ran goes through, the Psukim. Number one, This is the father. This is a Naira that's not married, as you see over here. That what's the Allah Naira that's not married? The father on his own is Mif. Then we have Pasuk number two, is the Pasuk that Rabbah quotes in Maisiel Ish, which is a Naira that is, yes, married, they can both do it together. And then we have Pasuk number three, which is talking about a Nisua. So again, Pasuk number one, single girl. Pasuk number two, Arusa. Pasuk number three, Nisua. We're talking about Pasuk number two, which Rabbah says is the source for a Naira, Hamurasable father and husband are in the Neder. So says the Gemara, how do we know that the second possible, the second set of Sukkim is referring to our Mishnah? So in order to get there, we have to break down the din in our Mishnah. That our Mishnah, that the father and the Aris is, is the one that we're talking about, and that they are Mekimim, Umefirin, Nidareha. So says the Gemara, and this is the Iba Yisim of our Gemara, that Im Hayusiyah, that Havaya, the words Hayusiyah talks about Arusin, Arusin, and therefore we know that the Pasuk is not talking about Nisuin, number one. Number two, which was the first Tarots, I read this backwards, that is another Pasuk in base Isha. So two reasons why the Pasuk is not talking about Nisuah, but rather about Narusa. Okay, so now we know the Pasuk about Narusa, and now we want to know how do we know that both the Father and the Arus or the ones being Mefer, says the Gemara, it can't be that we're talking about the Aris by himself. Why not? Firstly, we're going to read this right to left. Firstly, because why would we need the Pasuk by Nesua? If you could do it in the case of Erisin, certainly you could do it in the case of Nesua. And secondly, once we know that Allah the Baal cannot be made for Bekaimin, and the Aris could yes be made for Nekaimin, therefore that's why we need the Pasuk. And therefore, we conclude that Mekim Refir Nedereb is Shotfes. So again, don't tell me that the father and the artist are Mekim is Shotfes, but the father himself could yes. Why? Because we have the other Basik. Don't tell me it's about the father, and that's really where we end. And over here, it just brings down the Vey Rabbi Yishmael, which is going to be tomorrow's daf. So we come out that we have these three Psukim. The first Basik is talking about the father. Getting rid of her Nadarim when she is not married. The second Pasuk is referred to when she's in Arusa. The third Pasuk is referred to when she's in Isua. 
The first Pasuk is teaching me the father by himself is Mayfair in the case of when she's not married. The second Pasuk, the third Pasuk is teaching me that an Esua, that even an Esua, I should say, cannot undo Kaidmin, previous made vows, and the second Pasuk is in Arusa, and the only way that we can explain this is if we assume that Arusa's husband, the only way that he could be getting rid of the Nadarim is together with the father. We'll pick it up from Tanvir Yishmael in the next year, Bisiyata Dishmaya.